Daniel, you're doing the sleep out first time. Have you had any preparation before this? So last year I slept out in my back garden when that's really when I realised how hard it is for the homeless out in the street because I at least had the safety of my back garden and I wasn't worrying there but at the same time I couldn't sleep and it was freezing cold and all I wanted to do was get back inside but I couldn't. Also, you are somebody who is in the Vincent de Paul here. So tell me what you do with some of the people who are homeless. They're not just statistics to you. No, so week in, week out, every Wednesday, students from Belvedere go out into the streets and we go and we speak to the homeless people. We give them a cup of tea, a sandwich, a cigarette if, if they may want one. And over weeks and weeks of doing it and years for some, you do start to build friendships and bonds with people. You know their names. You know, they have to crack with them, they know your name. They do be waiting for you in, this, in a certain spot to come and meet you. And if you miss a week, say you had your exams or you're out sick for one week, they'll go, oh, where were you last week? And it's a real friendship and a bond you grow with them. So they're not just 11,300 people on, on the newspaper and saying, oh, this is our statistic, they're human beings to a lot of us. And who's this beside you? Sean. Sean, you're going out for the first time as well, I think. What are you hoping to do when you get out on the street? raise as much money as we can for homelessness. It's more important than ever to raise money for homelessness this winter as there's over 11,000 people on our streets and it needs to be resolved. And when you decided to join this, had you any experience? Were you in the back garden for the other two COVID years? I was. uh, Last year I slept out in my back garden and kind of gave me a feeling of what it's really like for those people on the cold winter nights and it's not nice. Now today we're doing this interview, it's absolutely freezing cold. How would you feel about a a night like this at Christmas time? Uh, Sure, I'll get a few blankets and a few jackets together and I'll be all right. (laughs) Beside you is... I'm Cormac Fanning. Right, Cormac, why yeah. did you sign up? You have a grand smile on your face. That'll be wiped off if you're sleeping with a big rumbling tummy with no food in it before Christmas. <laughs> My brother took partook in the sleep out like two years ago and he just said what an experience and it was something that would be worth doing while you're in the school and not missing out on it. He said it was really difficult, like even the nights when they're just trying to fall asleep but they're freezing. The thought of just getting up and going home was nice, but knowing that there's an end to it, that's something that homeless people don't have. So I think that kind of gives you a bit of safety, but it still really gives you a real insight of what they face every night. Cian Byrne, you're one of the chief organisers of all that is going on here. What motivates you and what are you hoping to do this year? I think the main motivator for us is that we see the record-breaking figures in homelessness and we want to have a record-breaking year here in Belvedere for the sleep out and raise the most amount of money we've ever raised before. What were the figures during COVID? Did they drop? We used to raise around 200,000 a year, but during COVID, as we stepped in our homes and it went online, we raised 100,000 last year. So we're hoping to definitely get well above that this year. We're back in the streets this year around the GPO in O'Connell Street. We'll also be up around Grafton Street as well, all over town. You'll see the lads with their high-vis jackets on and their buckets. So, yeah, make sure Um, to drop a few coins in. Will you be all fasting or is there just some of you and how are you going to manage for a bit of food? Because it is two days, isn't it? Yeah, it's a long time. I think uh, fasting is an option, but most of the lads do take up on it because it's part of the experience and it's part of being the man for others that we're taught to be here in Belvedere. So I don't think it's an opportunity that the lads would be passing up on. And this is Stefan. Yeah. yeah. Tell me, Stefan, the charities you've chosen for this, tell me about the arm, why did you choose them? Well, I think Focus Ireland speaks for itself. Uh, Peter McFerry Trust, they do a lot for people rehabilitating from drug addictions etc and home again really focus on children and making sure they have a good environment to work with so they can just grow as a person because obviously 
your younger years is your most fundamental years. So those are the three main charities. And what kind of money would you be hoping to raise? What can it practically do? In 2017, I believe, was our highest figure in around 250,000. With 24 euro, we can keep a person off the street for a night. With 5 euro, we can provide a meal. Um, so from 1 euro to 100 euro, it goes a long way. And yeah, as Kian mentioned, you'll see people in the high-vis jackets with the, the three logos on the buckets. Uh, we can take card. And you can also donate online, which is uh, very important. And that'll be fundamental for breaking our highest figure. This man here, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie, you two are in the Vincent de Paul. So you would have got to know some of the homeless people. Is it around the Belvedere College area? Yeah, so uh, we have four routes on Superrun. We go across the north side and the south side of inner city Dublin. And it's great because you feel like you create a personal bond with the people and most of the time all they want is just a chat they don't even want the biscuits or the tea or sandwich that they want from us they just have like a feeling in their eyes that they just want to talk to you and you would get to know some by name and would they know your name yes yeah, so uh, we'd have a few regulars that would we we would see every week and uh, every week they're so happy to see you and i'm happy to see them and just to see the smile on their face as you talk to them they have some amount of good stories and definitely in the past few months we've seen that our numbers have gone up. People are normally very generous. Do you expect that when you're out on the streets? I think the Irish public can really pull it out of the bag this year. I think everyone is so generous in Ireland and uh, have a good chat with the different people that we meet, the personal touch. Did you do the sleep out in your garden? I did, yeah. It was very cold. How long did you stay out for? I stayed out until about 6am in the morning. I went out around 11 o'clock at night and then I think the dog went in at about 1am in the morning. <laughs> and you were left for another yeah. five hours. Did you sleep at all? Uh, I slept a tiny bit. I, I do scout, so I had like a nice mat that not many homeless people would have, but I, I was able to have a tiny bit of comfort. Luckily enough, I had a, a nice sleeping bag, but it was still very cold. I still had about four layers on. But it was a great experience and I know we didn't have the community that the sleep I would have been with your friends but it did feel really good to do it and hopefully redo it this year but obviously outside the GPO with all the men. And beside you is... Ollie. Now Ollie, again first time for you as well but good news because already money is coming in, is that right? That is right. So far, we've raised over 60 grand from just online donations. So we're going out shaking buckets in two weeks, but we still aim to raise as much as we can before because obviously last year and the year before we were impacted by COVID. And as Keen said, we do want to raise a record amount for the record amount of homeless people that are on the streets today. Tell me about the online avenues that people can donate. So all of our donations online are through a website, Just Giving. We have a fundraiser set up. There's a main school fundraiser and then everyone who's partaking in the sleep out has their own personal one. And we've sort of advised them, you know, get the link, send it to your mum, your dad, get them to send it on, get the people they send it on to send it on, tell a friend to tell a friend, just get the sleep out in as many people's eyes and ears as possible. Because if you contact 20 people, you might only get a fiver back. You contact 50 people, it's just going to increase even more. And then also... Once we get out on the streets, people approaching us, asking us about our work, and then it's always the loose change that they have that really drives that number up. Mind you, post-COVID, a lot of people aren't carrying as much money anymore, isn't that right? So you're giving them fair warning to get some money into their pockets. So it's not only cash. On the buckets, we do have these things, strike tags, which people can scan, or QR codes. We've got online, we've got wireless transactions, contactless transactions. So even though most people are carrying cards and stuff, you know, we still do believe cash is king, but we take it all.
<laughs> Listen, is there anything you haven't thought of here? Who did all the technology for you? There was sort of a framework set in place from the years before. It's all being run by the Faith and Services Director, Project Swan, on the back end. But he just says to us, sort of, take your link and send it to as many people as possible. Tell me, who's this person here? I'm Charlie Kenny. Oh yeah, Charlie. Charlie, teachers, are they going to suffer as well and, and help out? Do they come along too? And the teachers stayed in with us and they kind of set up guard and they just sleep around us. So a handful of the teachers will be sleeping out tonight and the night. Set up guard, are you afraid you're going to be attacked? No, not attacked, just... You never know what will happen on the street. Yeah, and we know the homeless people. Like, I've met some who've been attacked before, and, like, it's very dangerous at night. And tell me, are there any other things you're planning? Because I know other years, bands had come along and the homeless people's choir joined you. Anything exciting happen this time? Um, Yeah, the school bands will be playing. So the jazz band, the symphonic band, and the orchestras will be about playing, playing. And the carols will be sung by the choir, so it should be a good event. So we're going to get a bit of jazz on the streets of Dublin during yeah. the night. That should be nice. Are they good? Yeah, they're really good. They're very talented, all the lads you play. Who are we here? Uh, my name is Yo-Yo. I'm, I'm a fifth year. From the fifth year's perspective, we actually haven't like, been very involved in the sleep out. And we only actually just started actually dipping our like, toes and uh, fingers into this whole like, charity mm-hmm. from this year onwards. And currently, the fifth years are more or less shadowing the, the six years and all, and all the work that they put in, in this event that's going on. And we're hoping that we could learn a thing or two from, yeah. from our peers. And hopefully that uh, next year, we can also run an equally successful event. It's really important because with COVID, there two years have missed out. So you don't have the handover that I would have known. So that's really important as well. And Hi, I'm Hugh. I'm 50 as well, so this is kind of the first year that my eyes have been open to the poverty existing around us and that the work that the sleep out can do to help people on the streets around Christmas time. And it's not just on the streets, isn't that right? I mean, a lot of people in homelessness are maybe in hotels or in other places as well, but that's not home. Yeah, these are the hidden homeless who people like are not including this over 11,000 people in the number. And these people are also very deeply affected, like their whole lives are affected as they grow up because they may not have a, a place to study are able to meet up with friends so their whole lives are affected but people don't see this so it's about helping everyone who's affected by homelessness. And these last but not least I have three people here who are going to be sleeping out is that right in your back gardens tell me your name and you're going to be pushing that total up you're doing it before the lads go on the streets here. Oh, hi I'm Tom yeah so we're sleeping out in our back gardens this Saturday uh, we're looking forward we've heard all the great insights of how this can show you what homelessness is like. Uh, so we sent it around to our family and friends and get them to send around to raise as much money as we can. How long will you be out there for, Tom? Do you think it'll last more than seven hours? We've had a total of seven hours here. Uh, yeah, I hope to last more than seven hours. I'll probably go out around eight o'clock and come back at 8am. And have you a tent? Uh, no, just a sleeping bag. You've no tent, so sleeping bag and some warm clothing, is that it? Yeah, that's it. We'll see how it goes. Have you got a good lot of sponsors so far? Yeah, I've sent it around to all my family, got them to send it around. It's great that you can send a link because you can send it to people that aren't that from abroad. So send it to all your family members. And this is... Mark. First time for you as well? Yeah, it'll be first time for me. I think I'm gonna, I'll be sleeping my guy and I won't have a tent either. Are you looking forward to it or is that the wrong question? I wouldn't be that looking forward to it, but it's probably be a good experience like to know what it's like, what people do like every day. When you talk to your family and friends about this, are they equally concerned about the level of homelessness and that record-breaking figure? 
Yeah, I sent it to a lot of my family and they sent it to their family. So a lot of people helping to donate and like get involved. And raise that money up. And finally... Hi, I'm Ethan. And I'm also a TY student who's doing the sleep out in my back garden. This year I won't be in a tent. Uh, I'll just be in a sleeping bag in my garden. But hopefully it'll be warm. Ethan, if it pours down... Look, this is what the homeless people go through every day. Most don't have an option to go back to a house. And yeah, it'll be difficult, but we'll just hope to get through the night. Where's Cian? Cian, some people might say, look, lads... Well done, but it's two days or one night. You are going to a very privileged school. You have everything going for you. And really, this is just a drop in the ocean. And it's a nice feeling for you, but it ain't nice for the people, either in hotels or on the street. Yeah, absolutely. Like In the school, we're taught to be man for others. And we look at what we can do in our community surrounding us in Dublin 1. But as you mentioned, privilege. We are privileged, but we're also privileged to be in a position to help people less fortunate than ourselves. By raising this money, hopefully we can make a difference in the lives of others and uh, using that privilege in the best way we can. And if they were to say, yeah, but it's just a drop in the ocean, what would you say? Um, well, I think 250000 which is what we're aiming for, is a little more than a drop in the ocean when it comes to if, as Stefan said, 15-year-old can take a person off the street for a night. So if you break down the figures, we can uh, have a huge difference on lots of people's lives, and that's the goal. Daniel, did you want to say something? Tell me about the... Uh, there's something very new happening this year. As well as the bands, there's going to be haircutting. Tell me about that. So what we're trying to do is attract as many people down to base camp, if you will, the GPO, just because with them we'll have people shaking buckets, we'll be asking questions, chatting to people, trying to raise that bit more. So one of our six-year students, Thomas Sullivan, he cuts hair, his free time, you know, friends will call over, he'll get a haircut from him, and every couple of weeks himself and his brother and a few of his mates will go down to, I think it's College Green, and they'll cut homeless people's hair for free. They're involved in this organisation that does it. I, I think he might have even volunteered of his own volition, so it just shows that the whole school is behind this effort and that we're just trying to make it as engaging for the community as possible. And maybe fun too. Just finally, if somebody came along and said... Will you cut my hair and I'll give you a big donation? Would that be on the cards? You'll have to ask Tom. <laughs> Talk to Tom. Thanks very much indeed. Anybody else? Anything they want to say now? Good man. Uh, some people may say that uh, this money that we're trying to raise is only a single drop in the ocean. But we're raising money here and it's obviously about raising the most possible money we can to help people's lives. But it's also about spreading the awareness for homelessness so people kind of can bring it into other areas of this life even outside of Christmas or the winter period. And this one drop in the ocean can turn into a wave of action to help fight homelessness in Ireland.